0: Homeworkies podcast we are really excited today we have a big hall star interview for you that we are really pumped about and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Anna's here hi everybody yes and we are here talking to you, actor now matter and thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: do you want to start again
0: oh my gosh did I say it wrong
1: <laughs> I'm just bugging you yeah Rachel, yeah hey,
0: last
1: name <laughs> last name last name is pronounced mater but um, mater. Oh, okay. yeah 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 a lot everyone gets that everyone gets that wrong um everybody gets that wrong. i overthought it i overthought it <laughs> yeah i just love it because we literally just had a conversation i know that's it. perfect it's perfect it's perfect <laughs> hi everybody happy to be here <laughs> yes thank you now
0: mater for coming on the podcast <laughs>
1: That's so good.
0: Yes. Uh so yes, so what we we've been doing the last few interviews, uh it's quarantine brain. It's affecting my brain. I'm not mm-hmm. myself.
1: I understand um, that. I get so, that.
0: So now, uh, what have you been doing to get through this crazy time of quarantine?
1: Well, I uh my wife and I we have two toddlers. So I got a 3-year-old and I got a 2-year-old. So I mean, they they decide yeah. what we're going to do during this quarantine. <laughs> It's been pretty intense, but, um, I also, I, I, I love working on cars. So I've, uh, I've come down to the garage uh, a couple of times. Um, I, I completely did a brake job on my wife's Q7. Uh, I've never done that before And those oh. German cars. They, uh, You know, I had to run out and buy a few certain specialized parts and tools and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I've just been keeping myself busy with uh, fixing things around the house, uh, keeping the toddlers as entertained as possible. Um, We were actually, um, we were actually filming when, everything kind of hit we were on vancouver island in victoria and we were filming aurora um the next installment of it after heist and seek and we made it through day five it was a friday and they said okay guys that's it we're we're shutting down and they sent us all home um yeah which was you know it was kind of it it was kind of crazy the world just changed just like that um i mean we all had we all knew it was coming because there was plenty of lead time and warning from, uh, overseas, but yeah, we thought maybe we'd be able to sneak in another one. So, um, and then I came home and, um, my wife and my daughter were sick and I ended up getting, catching something as well. So I was, we were kind of down and out for two weeks and, um, and I, like, for me, I've never felt anything like it before. And that's why I was calling, I called like the, uh, the medical line that you call up here. And, uh, they basically said unless you have traveled there or you're a uh, first line um, responder, it's like they're they're not going to come out and test. So okay. we were kind of you know uh, it was up in the air. So we just quarantined like like full on lockdown. We didn't leave our place for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually we even extended it further than that because we weren't feeling well past that point. So. It was uh, it was a good 20 days before I was able to venture out and get some more food and stock up and at that point in time oh it was kind of like uh, yeah it was like it was oh. when I when I went out there the first time it was it was bizarre because you know I didn't realize that the uh, I mean I did because I was watching the news but the toilet paper uh, oh, <laughs> was, <yeah. laughs> that was a that was a real thing you know? yeah um, Oh yeah So it was, uh, yeah, it was intense. Like our first round with this quarantine was full on lockdown because we were all, we were all quite ill. And I don't know whether it was um, COVID or the coronavirus or whether it was just really bad um, colds and flus, you know? You're all doing better? Yes. Oh yeah. Everybody, everybody's great. Now my son managed to escape it. So he's the, uh, yeah, he's the, the, the one with immunity of the four of us apparently. So He managed to just be, to to be fine. Um, But yeah, no, it's been, um, it's been very, it's been very challenging um, as, as young parents with young children. Um, It's also really challenging. I find just to stay in the right headspace, you know, to, uh, to practice, you know, positivity and and keeping your thoughts on on, on that side of things rather than going to when is this ever going to end? Like, yeah. You know, and 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 you're watching the news day after day, and there's yeah. so many losses, and you know, and then you hear about people you know going through it, and it's yeah, it's became very real very quick. But um, yeah, we've just been trying to stay really positive and and focus on our kids and playing a whole lot of games with our toddlers, <laughs> and that's that's about Aww, it. Yeah,
0: because it's yeah. hard for the little ones to understand why they can't be with their friends or yeah. go mm-hmm. to school or you know for things like that
1: absolutely i mean my daughter's my daughter was in preschool and like that just came to a grinding halt and and you're right because you know she wakes up and she's excited to go to school and then there is no school and yeah. you're doing some form of like i mean preschool is it's playing but i mean so then <laughs> you be, you become like the preschool teacher at home and um, a massive testament to my wife like she has just been incredible through mm-hmm. all of this so um yeah she's definitely She's definitely held things together, um, yeah. quite seem- seamlessly, yeah. So my well, hat like- my hats off to all moms out there yeah. who have to take care of their kids and yes. dads and-, and who are having to teach them because that's not that's not what we normally do. It's not normally required. So it's um you know, that's that's an extra level of stress that we're not really experiencing it because our kids are so young mm-hmm. and um, and I really feel for those parents who have kids that are older and in schools because that's I mean that's that's a lot of pressure you know oh, it's yeah. it, it's it's hard it's it's hard enough to deal with it as it is and then you have to actually make sure that your kids are getting the schooling they need to be getting yeah. you know and that goes back to mental health and trying to stay positive
0: mm-hmm. yeah because it's one thing to to if you have decided beforehand to homeschool your children and you have a plan and you know what you're doing yeah. it's another thing to have it like <laughs> throw it
1: at on you <laughs> yeah yeah so and, then, and there's a lot of people in my profession that do they do homeschool their children so like uh, people that i work with like in my circle a lot of them haven't really been too affected by it because a lot of people in the film industry do homeschool because yeah. our, our schedules are so intense and yeah. you know if, if you want to have your family with you you know you have to kind you have to do some homeschooling or some schooling on set Mm -hmm. So, um, but I mean, my, my, my brothers, my relatives, like everybody has just been hit so hard by, by all of this. And, uh, yeah. So So, hang in there, parents, hang in there, stay positive.
0: (laughs) I know. So I was reading on the Wikipedia that you, uh, you were, worked in an oil rig before.
1: Yeah, I worked I worked on the oil rigs for, uh, for eight years.
0: So were you from tech? Are you from the States or are you from Canada or? i'm from canada
1: I'm um from canada. yeah i'm from canada so I, I grew up in alberta which is uh essentially it's like canada's texas because it's just full of ranchers farmers and oil riggers Oh, um, I didn't know that. And, yeah and i'm a i'm a third generation oil rigger and uh i started on the rigs at 17 with my grandfather oh, wow yeah yeah oh, so goodness. i started Started working out there quite young, and um, yeah, I was still pursuing acting um, while while working the rigs because the rigs is like the rigs in Canada are very seasonal um, because where we go and drill, it's on top of like marshland and muskeg, so they have to actually flood these leases with water, and then it and, and then it, it all gets frozen, so the rig gets pulled in on basically on top of a block of uh, frozen ice. Um, you know, so that's, that's the only way that our rigs can move in up north because the ground is so soft. Um, and then in the summertime, you know, there, there's rigs working here and there, but for the most part, I was able to focus on acting like in the summers. Um, and in the winters, I would even work night shift and fly from Fort McMurray in Northern Alberta to Vancouver during the day to audition and then fly back uh-huh. to Fort McMurray and work a night shift so I mean when you're young you can do that stuff I couldn't imagine doing that right now like no way <laughs> no way I would put myself through that but that's what I uh I did very yeah for the first years of my career and my career never really took off while I was doing that because I just found like when you When you have your foot somewhere else or half in half out the door Mm. it it just didn't happen for me until i had yeah yeah, i had an accident on the rigs and that uh you know that kind of that really woke me up um because it was a near-death experience and they you know they wanted to take my right leg when i got to the hospital because i had yeah i had something called compartment syndrome um but they managed to uh i managed to you know they or they managed to keep me intact and when I got out, I went through uh, intense physical rehabilitation to learn to walk again.
2: Um, oh my goodness!
1: Yeah, yeah. So I had a wow. lot of time to, to think about things, and uh, and I just wanted to focus on acting full time after that. And luckily for me, it it panned out. Um, yeah, because I I kind of jumped from series to series to series to series after that. So
0: yeah, you got a series right away. The, the, I, did, um, yeah. I did. Yeah,
1: I did. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, I, uh, I I got a series right away. I, I, the first thing I ever booked was actually uh, a sci-fi M.O.W. Uh, called Loch Ness, and it was opposite uh, Brian Krause from Charmed. Oh, and nice. yeah, and wh- while I was filming that, I, I sent an audition off to these producers in Toronto who were filming a series called The Best Years, and um and it was for a, a bartender who, who had a cocaine addiction. So it was like, oh, cool. It was it was you know an edgy role, and uh, yeah, it was it was a, a great great platform to launch off of. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Ooh. yeah. Your first you did a, a couple things for sci sci-fi, right? Because mm-hmm. you did a Eureka. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I came back. Um, I came back from Toronto, uh, and that that was two thousand six when I booked that. And when I came back from Toronto, it was, it just, the New Year hit, it was 2007, I moved to Los Angeles right away, um, read for Eureka, and ended up uh, getting hired on that, so then I came back up to Canada, to Vancouver, to film that, um, and uh, that lasted five years, uh, that show, you know, it was, it was a really good run. And then after that, I went on to my own series called Primeval New World, which was a spinoff of the... British series called Primeval Um, and I worked with Martin Wood there who I had previously worked with early on in my career Um, because when I was doing Eureka I did like a small little guest spot on Stargate Atlantis and Martin happened to be my director there so and Martin is uh, he's directed me in several Hallmark movies too I mean Martin and I have kind of uh, yeah we've we've (laughs) been uh, we've been working a ton together him and I Mm -hmm. oh nice
2: that's cool yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah. So, uh, what what was that like for you? Just diving right into a, a series.
1: Uh, it was it was intense because no amount of training, like no amount of schooling or studying plays or anything, can get you ready for the rigors of of what on set experience is like. Um, for me, I really think that the oil rigs, the conditioning that I had from working so many hours on the rigs. Has really helped me in my acting career because I don't I don't tire and I don't fade out. I just I can just keep going because like film, good stamina. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. days on set are actually longer than when like when I was on the rigs it was twelve hours. It was a twelve hour shift. You were in, you were out. Um, so you know now that I'm on film sets, those are anywhere from twelve to fourteen to sixteen hour days. Especially doing sci-fi shows. Sci-fi shows are some of the hardest shows to make, and and they're grueling on the crew they're grueling on the cast because such long hours and there's so many plate shots for CGI. You're doing things so, like so often there's so much repetition that it, it takes a lot of stamina to film those shows. So that was really, my formidable years as an actor and it really gave me um, a lot of training that a lot of actors might not see if they're on you know a drama or a procedural like Mm -hmm. those those shows don't really require as much stamina um, as the sci-fi genre shows do so I'm very very thankful and grateful that I was actually able to learn as much as I learned early on in my career by being thrown right into a show that was like eureka was super witty super smart super fast and if you could not keep up to colin ferguson the lead of the show yeah. you know it didn't it didn't last very long and, and i and i think that's why they kept me around because originally it was supposed to be just a, a guest star episode but my scenes with colin colin and i were just brrr, like just r- r- riffing off each other and i remember <laughs> colin and it was intimidating but as an actor you have to act your way through that you, you can't let that show you can't let it be intimidating you have to you know embody your character and, and push through and, and do the best job you can but I remember calling coming into my trailer um my first day hey man nice to meet you uh I, I play Carter you know lead a show uh, so these scenes we got coming up like I'm gonna change this line I'm gonna put this line here this line goes here let's cut that and after that say this line and then do this and then do that uh you got it I was like uh yeah yeah good <laughs> oh my god but that's nice. how Colin, that's how Colin works. He's just, he's such a, 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 an intelligent man and his brain is so hyperactive. Like he just functions that way all day long. I, I don't even know if he sleeps at nighttime. <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> I really, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. really don't, you know, wow. but um, yeah, so he kind of, I don't know whether it was some form of, of test, but you know, I rose to the challenge and, and, and Colin really um, appreciated the fact that, you know, I was able to retain what we went through and yeah, we worked really great together. Yeah. So I think I would like to think that he probably had a large part of me staying around on the show. Um and him and I have now become really great friends. Uh we, we we talk all the time and um he's been he's become one of my best friends. And it's great because in the beginning of my career he was my mentor. You know, I really, really looked up to him and learned a lot from him. Yeah. That's yeah. great.
0: Yeah, that Canadian uh, acting family seems to seems to be really whether it's a Hallmark project or a sci-fi project or, I mean, cause Kevin Smith, he was on Eureka as well, right?
1: I'm sorry. Kevin Smith. Yes. Kevin Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Kevin yeah. played deputy Andy, who was uh like an AI and artificial intelligence uh, robot. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he was a sheriff. <laughs> he was hilarious. He was, well, he was, a, he was a deputy. He was yeah. hilarious. He was so, <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I love him.
0: So your first role for Hallmark was on Stop the Wedding. Was that the first that's, one that was filmed?
1: That's correct. Yeah. Okay. That was my very first role for Hallmark. Yeah, was 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 Stop the Wedding. Um yeah, and it uh like I like I literally just discussed this with somebody else the other day. Um it came at a time in my life where uh you know I really I, I was really down and out because I had invested really heavily with one of my best friends. And, um, like, I would say, like, 80% of my wealth was just wiped out. Um, mm. Yeah, and it was after I had done a, a pilot with Julia Stiles um, called Guilt Ooh. by Association. Yeah, I was opposite okay. her. Cool. You know, and, and and you think, like, <clears throat> as an actor, because you always want to, you know, keep stepping up, stepping up and challenging yourself and moving forward. And, and I'd been living in L.A. Uh, well, I, in total, I lived in L.A. for, you know, almost 12 years. Um, but it took a long time to really, like, crack that shell and i i really felt like guilt by association was just gonna be the big break and um you film a pilot and you know you're excited and that excitement keeps going for like the next six to seven months until you find out if you get picked up and unfortunately we we didn't get picked up you know Mm -hmm. and uh but but during that time a lot of people don't understand as actors you're not allowed to work on other things you have to you have to just remain on the shelf you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting Oh my
2: gosh yeah and
1: you, yeah and you, and you hope like okay if this is going to go it's going to change my life if it doesn't go, uh, I'm kind of running out of money. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> and, and, but but the only reason why I was is because I invested so heavily with a friend, right? Um, and and things just kind of went sideways really quickly with his hedge fund, and you know, it, it's not not the same degree of like the the the, the Bernie thing, but um, pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, so there I was, I was I was wiped out. Um, my, my wife and I were in a new relationship. Um, then, you know, all of a sudden I get an offer to work on a film opposite Rachel Boston and Alan Thicke. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yes. (laughs) Like, yes, absolutely. And and, and it was a romantic comedy, which I hadn't had the chance to do. And I really wanted to do some romantic comedies because that was a, that was a muscle of mine. I hadn't got to flex, you know, as an, as an actor, I, I had done, most of my roles, the my, like, characters I've played haven't really been that likable. They haven't really been like the, the, the charming guy next door. You know, I, like they were always snarky, edgy, super quick-witted and, and, you know, kind of would just bulldoze over people. So it, it was something I wanted to kind of steer away from a little bit and, uh, and play that romantic lead opposite some of these great girls that Hallmark has. And, uh, and I've like, that was the first one. Um, and luckily for me, um, Ann Wheeler, who was the director of that, we had just worked together on a series called Remedy a, out in Toronto. Um, and I was playing a really cocky ER doctor, but I would try to bring as much comedy to the role as I could. And Anne um, saw that. And luckily for me, she's the one that really put my, pushed my name for over at Hallmark because mm-hmm. – at first, she told me, she said they were, you know, I got a lot of resistance and you weren't, uh, you weren't what they thought um, their leading men were. And I understand that because I, I, I was always playing very edgy, darker characters, right? So if, if yeah. they were, if, if someone was familiar with my work, they probably would have been like, nah, no, it's not, it's not what we need. <laughs> but luck, luckily, they, you know, they, they took the chance and they, they brought me in. And uh, I mean, I, I think I'm the last one to play Alan Pick's son, you know, like that is, mm-hmm. that was such an honor. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was such a brilliant, funny man. I I mean, so much of that dialogue in Stop the Wedding. um, He added so much to it. Yes, the lines were great to begin with, but Alan would just riff off and we would all just go with him. Uh, And it was just such a pleasure and a joy to work with an actor of that caliber. Um, For sure. And and it's just, it it just broke my heart the day that I found out of his passing, Mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. doing something he loved to do, playing hockey with his son, you know, like that. Was, yeah. And we, t- we talked about that all day long on set, just playing hockey. We, <laughs> he loved hockey, and I love hockey. And, you know, it was just one of those things that we were chatting about. And actually, while I was on set of Stopped the Wedding, um, my wife phoned me and uh, told me we were pregnant. Alan Thicke was standing right, right beside no me. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and Rachel Boston overheard. She, she was in her trailer. So she overheard me, like the excitement. I think she felt the trailer hop up, jump up and down. <laughs> you know, it, was, yeah, it was really cool. But, and Alan, I remember he told me, he said, you know what? I, I've written a couple books on, on parenting and, uh, and I want to send them to you. And it was the only time he ever said that to me and we wrapped i went back home to huntington beach and a month later two of these books show up in the mail from alan thick he signed them and yeah it was just like 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 such an incredible. yeah yeah and then not long after that his untimely passing it was just awful to hear that yeah
0: it's a fun one i really like that uh nina's script is is really on point and Mm -hmm. i don't know just a different dynamic than you typically see in these yes. uh, in the films i think so it was a yeah. pretty interesting one to start out on i think
1: it, it was yeah and uh, and jack grossbart uh, our producer on that too because nina nina was up there quite a bit as well and i love mm. nina i've worked on several of nina's uh, movies now yeah. um i love i love her writing i i love how quick-witted she is and the banter between her characters because yes. that's real that's <laughs> real life like that's real and, and she's able to really capture that in her scripts. So when I read her scripts, I just tear through them so fast because I mean, as you can tell, I yeah. talk really quickly too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's been on, she was the first interview we ever had and yeah. she's been on our show five times. So we, oh, yeah. we love, yeah. we're Nina's biggest, biggest fans, maybe after you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I love Nina. Yeah. She's awesome. But yeah, that was a great one for me to, um, to get my feet wet in the Hallmark world for sure. Uh, Cause I think I was really able to depart from what I used to do and really show the network what I could do for them. Mm-hmm. If I could bring, you know, that, that those kinds of characters to them. Um, and maybe, you know, because it was so different, it, it worked well that they didn't use one of the regular guys that they were using. Yeah. Cause then it might've uh-huh. been the same, you know? Cause yeah. I really do feel like Hallmark has been their films have been getting just they're really up in the ante on all of their on all their movies and their castings are really they cast great actors and it's just spot on you know what they're doing i think they've really hit their their stride
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well i obviously really liked what you did because then you were in the finding father christmas series which i'm a big fan of and yeah Yeah, and what was it, yeah, what was it like to work with Aaron in the cast, especially for like multiple, you know, years, multiple movies?
1: Well, I love Aaron. I mean, her and I have, we're sisters. That's what, that's what we call each other. <laughs> she calls me her sister. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because we're a couple in the movies, but she, yeah. she, she, always, she always calls me sister. But um, she's just funny. She's so, she's so great. Her sense of humor is very similar to mine um and like working on those together because it it turned into a trilogy you know we thought maybe we would do two of them but it turned Mm -hmm. out that we we ended up doing three and uh and robin came to set uh who was the writer of the the books and um she's just so lovely uh I, i really enjoyed having her around and she really loved seeing her her books come to life and oh, yeah. uh yeah she was you know talking to her awesome. it was fantastic yeah it was really it was, it was really cool to have her come to she came to each one she she came to sit on each each movie um but doing the trilogy thing was yeah it, it was really cool that was my first time ever doing um like i guess hallmark calls them wheels yeah. and that was that was uh my first wheel because yes i had done series and uh which which is the closest relation I could have to these wheels of movies. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Aurora though, really feels like a series because it's like, you know, um, but yeah, working with Aaron was 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 fantastic. Um, working with the entire cast was was great, and we were filming in. Um, I was gonna say, Van- where was it? Yeah. We were up in uh, up in Vancouver, like all in the outskirts. I was still living in uh, Huntington Beach at the time, so I was coming up quite often, you know, back and forth. And then I relocated to Seattle. Um, I think before our yeah, I was in Seattle on our last one. I was living in Seattle because that's where my wife's family's from, and we had already had our daughter. So then I was living there and driving all the way up to film in, uh, in Vancouver.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I actually yeah. made that drive before, so I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, I was driving up and driving home after work. So, oh, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> when were those
0: filmed? Those uh, were they was it was in the summer.
1: No, the, the two, two of them were at the tail end of summer. But then the last one um, was actually like late winter. So oh, February, okay. February, March. Oh,
2: okay. Wow. That's yeah. good. So you didn't have yeah. to pretend to be yeah. <laughs> in July. You
1: don't. No, the last one we yeah, it was actually, it was actually cold. But normally, yeah, the other two we had to pretend because it was like sweltering <laughs> hot and we're in jackets. Uh-oh. I remember actually filming. So the Carlton Heath, the, the inn is actually up in Squamish, BC, which is um, head north of Vancouver um, on the highway up to Whistler. And, um, and inside that, the the inn, which is actually just someone's house. I mean, the the crew did Mm -hmm. a great job turning that into, uh, the, the inn and, um, we were, we always had the fireplace going and it was like such a small quaint little place, all the crew inside sweltering hot. Like all of those scenes inside of there, like sweltering hot. So those are always challenges when you're doing the Christmas movies in summertime and you're inside and you have a sweater on and the the fire is just roaring.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you were on When Calls the Heart, Mm -hmm. uh, played Shane. Uh, What was that experience like?
1: Grief. It was very (laughs) brief. (laughs) um it was it was it was too brief you know I I'm not sure uh for some reason uh, that seemed to just kind of fall apart because they had actually brought me on and I was supposed to be I I mean I I had signed I think three years with them and uh, yeah and so I as I was filming I think Daniel was in talks to come back or something I don't know what was going on but I kind of just, my character just slipped through the cracks and, you know, then I, then the next year I wasn't coming back. So mm. it was, un- it was unfortunate because I really enjoyed my time and I, and I really, um, loved Liam, like my son, Liam, like, uh, mm-hmm. just like just a sweet kid. Um, but it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. And, and, uh, but the business side of it just kind of, got know, in the way. Un- unfortunately, yeah. And I understand mm. it. I mean the fans loved uh, uh Daniel's character. I love Daniel. He's a great guy. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. But, you know, when it comes to the business, if, you know, if they want to get the character back, you know, sometimes that's just what happens. So Shane just kind of Shane just left town, I think. And uh and who knows? I, I <laughs> don't know where he is.
0: <laughs> Didn't he he's leave there. last time he left to take uh take Philip to get his eyes
1: uh i don't know i i don't know because I, 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 I haven't read any of the scripts or seen any of it might
0: <laughs> so. be getting <laughs> my people confused i don't know you, you're but, probably
1: um, you're, you're probably right i'm i'm not sure but so, so shane's still alive in that world i'm just saying I'm <laughs> yeah, just, yeah yeah i'm just saying
0: yeah <laughs> well, uh, we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast they are the good folks over at sundance now And this is a really exciting streaming service. We're all looking for more and more content these days, different things we can stream. And in in a prepackaged world, when it comes to TV, we're spoon-fed reality junk, competitive dating shows, and singers behind masks. And We need stories. Uh, We need uh, things that are a little bit more thoughtful, that are a little bit deeper, that challenge us a little bit more. And uh, don't you want something that's good for your TV soul? This is a great time to check out Sundance Now. Sundance Now is an ad-free streaming service created by AMC Networks for people who appreciate thought-provoking storytelling and fresh perspectives. If meaningful shows are your escape, then Sundance Now is the destination. Sundance Now offers the best of true crime series, dramas, and thrillers from all over the world. Their original series, McMafia, State of the Union, and The Cry have received international praise and awards. You can ex- you can stream Sundance Now on all your favorite devices. Just download the app or watch online and discover exclusive shows from around the world instantly. And one thing that uh, the Hallmarkies crowd will really enjoy is they have have an entire section that is all for romances which we really enjoy including a latest version of Wuthering Heights and if you love your period pieces like I do then you can really enjoy that there's also all kinds of documentaries there's all kinds of series Uh, and uh, so there's a lot of really wonderful films and shows that you can watch on Sundance Now. Uh, Sundance Now is available as low as $4.99 a month. That's an unbeatable price for award winning contact content. And uh, so start your next streaming obsession now. Try Sundance Now free for 30 days by going to SundanceNow.com. Use promo code Hallmarkies. That's SundanceNow.com code Hallmarkies for 30 days of free streaming. SundanceNow.com code Hallmarkies. One movie of yours that I think could have a sequel is another Nina script is The Love at First Dance.
1: Oh, yes. yes, because yep.
0: I feel like that movie more than almost any other homework movie, the the ending is really just the beginning.
1: It really is, yeah. yeah. Is. That, that, that's really when when um, my character and Becca Tobin's character, you know, realize like you know we're in love and let's let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, I uh-huh. agree. Um, I, I I really do agree, and that was a great one to shoot too. We were out in uh, Victoria, which was just beautiful when we were out there filming that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, and they did
0: some actual shots in new york some shooting in new york city for that one right
1: yes that was super intense <laughs> we flew to new york we were <laughs> it was like it was like run and gun those like it was we were we literally were just running from set to set to set oh and like popping in cars and going as fast as we could over there then just filming this and it was, um, it was awesome to film in the Big Apple. It was so cool. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it's a dream come true for any actor. I was going to say, um, once
2: in a lifetime, yeah.
1: It was. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it, I, 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 they did such a great job matching where we filmed in, in Victoria and on uh, Vancouver Island to certain locations in New York. It, it was just, that film looked so good. And I, I am so thankful that I got to go to New, actual New York and film something
0: yeah i love that one i thought it was really good and i liked the way that they gave becca's character two solid choices like she 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 wasn't somebody who's like i gotta go with the man i gotta go or or have my career she was like deciding between becoming a choreographer which is like brave also running the studio was a good choice so i felt like it was a really well done script in that way
1: It really was. And it was one of those scripts. And and like at first when Nina told me the idea, I was like, how are we going to do this? How, how is my character going to be likable, even though he decides, you know what, the choreographer is the one for me. Like, like, like what? And I think because I remember talking to my wife, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's like this. This has to be so many women's fear. (laughs) <laughs> that you know they can't make the they can't make the dance lessons and the choreographer is working with their with their fiance soon to be husband and all of a sudden he falls in love with her and that's what happens in the movie but yet like Nina's writing like pulled it off you know and, and just the way everybody played everything and and when all of that came about um you know it, Cecilia who was uh, who was playing my fiance in the movie um the way she played her side of it and the way I was playing my side of it and then Jason Cermak, who was, who was an employer, employee at the same firm as us, yeah. um, you know, the way he played it, it was just like, it was just great because the audience was able to go, oh, no, those two work together yeah. and, and, and he needs to be with the choreographer. Like, so it was just, it was, it was really great to see that all come together on the screen. Yeah. Cause I was, I was really worried about that. Even while we were filming it, I was like, okay, you know, we really got to play these scenes a certain way. So, uh, so it, the audience doesn't decide, I don't like him or I don't like her, you know, cause that's one thing you, you really want to avoid in the Hallmark world is, yeah. you know, you don't want to be doing the wrong thing you
0: know yeah I think you yeah. pulled it off at least for me
2: I I thought it was really good oh yeah good. I I did too I, I I enjoyed it I thought it was kind of different like you were saying
0: Rachel and mm-hmm. it stood out to me and I I loved it yeah
1: yeah cool so
0: I have to tell you when I really truly fell in love with you it's not in a Hallmark <laughs> movie yeah it was in Christmas Pen Pals on oh, Lifetime yeah. yes yep. Yep. I love this movie anyone who's listened to the podcast knows I love it in probably a ridiculous amount but i just loved everything about i loved the whole concept of people writing letters at christmas and getting pen pals and i loved you and sarah i thought it was so good I, i loved the ending when she's like you gave the book to daniel like it was so good and i don't know i just loved that movie A lot. Thank
1: thank (laughs) you. I I, I did too. And Sarah Drew definitely, she definitely did. And that's, Sarah really elevated that movie. Um, And again, we were working with Jack Grossbart. He, because he was doing that movie for Lifetime. And he was the one that I worked with on Stop the Wedding, my very first Hallmark movie, right? Ah. So Jack pulled me over to the dark side, we'll call it. And um, (laughs) then I went over and I filmed that Lifetime movie. But working with Jack, I love that man so much because he understands actors. He understands the process and he wants to listen. Like when you're, when, when, when actors are sitting there in their chairs and they're running through their lines or they're, they're going through things, Jack really listens. And, and all of a sudden he'll just come out of nowhere. And he goes, that doesn't work. No, We got to work on that. Let's say that again. And he's, he's like, he's so uh, creative and he loves that part of, of being a producer. He's and, and Sarah and him work so well together because Sarah's got so many great ideas. So, you know, they, they really kind of honed in on things and just they perfected things like all day long. We, are, we were already working with a great script, but they just really like perfected things all along the way. Um, and I, I was always putting in my input too, but that's very much how Jack Grossbart works. And um, you need to I have really him on the podcast. Oh, I love him. <laughs> you, you really, you really should. You really should because yeah. he's very funny. He's very funny. Um, yeah, I love his. I love his accent. I love his demeanor. You should definitely talk to Jack. Yeah. I, I, I like. I have a lot of my career uh, to thank uh, him for because well, he's. In- yeah, he's the one that pulled me in. You know.
0: I think they should do make it like an anthology series. There's like, there's limitless potential in the number of pen pals that you could set totally. up, a totally. number of letters that could be yep. written.
1: Yeah, and totally different, different characters a different year town. after year. Yeah, you know, year after year. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And it was, it was, it was a really sweet movie. And just that concept is just, it, it's, it's, it's a lost art form it's just it's so, so for- romantic it's super romantic <laughs> yes, and and, it and it's it's kind of forgotten and because yeah. i i worry about that with the younger generations like you know are they even gonna write anything by hand
0: right probably, yeah.
1: not. <laughs> probably not probably don't don't think not so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah, I and just my, the whole community yeah. thing of it too, like. Yeah. And uh, I loved um, uh, Giles Pantin's character. I loved Cardi Wong's character. I loved yeah, Cardi. Cardi so was fun. He's the so. best. <laughs> uh, it's one of. Yeah. I mean, I I watched last year. I watched uh, 115 Christmas movies. Noon. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah, Rachel. Rachel I, has a very <laughs> wide.
0: Yes. Very wide. I still. View. <laughs> like christmas fun better than any it's still it's in my top two favorite okay, movies that's... that i've reviewed on this podcast i'm not even exaggerating this hyperbole because you're on the it's podcast. not that's a really huge, says this. huge <laughs> love it.
1: compliment that's a huge compliment well thank yeah. you thank I you just i just love it i'm so glad to hear that because i i, I love that movie too i'm really proud yeah. of that one yeah i'm really Yay. proud of that movie yeah
0: well, we should probably talk about your upcoming films.
1: That's very yes. exciting. Yes. <laughs> yes. We've how, got... Yes, go ahead. I
2: was going to say, could you tell us how you got involved with Royal Tea Garden before we talk about the new movie? I'm just curious how that kind of came together.
1: Totally. Um, that came together because of another producer um, named Jim Head, who I had the pleasure of working with on Frozen in Love. And, um, and you'll, you'll learn, you'll soon realize that with me, almost all of my stories, people are interconnected. So I was down in, in Los Angeles for the Hallmark TCA summer TCA's. And I, I, I shared a ride with Martin Wood from the hotel. We were at the same hotel and Martin and I were chatting and Martin was talking about his good friend, Jim, who he was working on a film with. Uh, and then Martin said, I got, I have to introduce you guys. You guys both love hockey. Uh, you guys will hit it off. So Martin tracked me down later in the night. And uh, sure enough, it was Jim Head I met and I was chatting with Jim. We chatted for a long time. We all ended up sharing uh, a ride back to the hotel and said our goodbyes. But Jim kept me in mind. And And we chatted a lot about hockey because he's a massive St. Louis blues fan and I'm a massive Edmonton Oilers fan. So we were, we were both in the bottom. Our our teams were both in the basement (laughs) that year uh, (laughs) as, as our teams have both been for many years. Um, So we were, you know, kind of talking about that. Um, But when a movie came up and he came to, uh, to Vancouver to shoot, it was, uh, frozen in love and it was opposite Rachel Lee cook. And, um, they needed somebody that could, you know, be funny, you know, but still, you know, play hockey and, you know, be kind of the tough guy and, and be believable. So Jim had right away was like, I'm going to get in touch with Niall. So that's how that came about. I got Mm -hmm. that movie, worked with Jim. Um, ended up actually winning uh, a Leo award for that role in, uh, so there's uh, something called the Leo awards in Vancouver for the film uh, industry in Canada. And I, I won a Leo award for best actor for my work in frozen in love, uh, which was, which was incredible and uh, very humbling for me. Um, And Jim was very proud of me and called me, congratulated me. And, and then he said, uh, you know, I've got another, Show that I'm working on called Aurora Tea Garden uh, Mysteries, and it's with candace Cameron Bure. And uh, we're looking for a new male lead, um, and I would love to work with you again. And I told Jim flat out, I said, "Yep, yeah, I would love to." <laughs> what, like, what's the what's the character? And he told me, he said, "It's uh, nick Miller, and he's a psychology professor." And you know, told me a little bit of his backstory. His, his father was a police officer, and you know, gave me enough information. Rather than, like, yeah, I would love to. Um, Then I came in, and I did my first one with them, and uh, I'm not sure whether Candice was just playing with me, because she's pretty funny. She's really, (laughs) really, really funny. Uh, She's a little bit of a prankster. So I came in, and um, my very, very first movie with them, all the way throughout, like all three weeks, Candice would just go, yeah, Yannick wouldn't have said it like that. No. So she was really giving me a hard time. She was oh, she was giving funny. me the gear. And I wasn't sure. Even after filming, I was like, oh man, did Candace like her or Did she not? I I didn't know, you know, like she's she's a good actor. So the movie came out and uh and the audience seemed to take to the two of us together um right away. And uh the next one out of the gate, like Candace was completely different with me. She she had she had been finished she, I guess, she was done with her uh, charade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's that's been so um, and her and I working together. Um, I've had so much fun working opposite her. We she She's so fun. Oh man, she makes me laugh so so much. The behind the scene footage on Aurora Heist and Seek, the, the new one that's coming out. I, uh, you'll see quite often i'm dying laughing on set with her and I, like I, I i literally can't contain some of it sometimes she's she's so funny so it's uh it's a blast going to work and laughing that much i, I don't think very many people can say that they are fortunate enough to do that and i am and i am so grateful for that mm-hmm.
0: how yeah. many of yeah. you have you done of there were i know movies? i can't remember
1: I, i'm on six now i believe mm. yeah That's so amazing
0: so, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what's what's coming up for this new one?
1: Yeah, so it, Heist and Seek. Um, Nick is he's he's obviously in love with Aurora. Everyone knows that, um, <laughs> and he's ready to you know he's ready to to take that next step with her and uh you know so he he's he he has he has to play that all throughout the movie and he gets interrupted several times because you know um he's trying he's trying to find the perfect moment but not really finding it which is pretty great and during the movie (laughs) there's actually a heist that occurs at um it's a library it's a fundraiser the library puts on and uh and there's a there's a crown jewel that gets stolen um Mm, from the elizabethan era yeah and uh and it happens right in front of the gang's face you know so yeah it's really cool it's a really cool setup right from the very beginning there's a lot of action that happens towards the end um and i love doing the action just as much as candace does like she's right in there too we 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 work so well together as a team just her and i and then nick and aurora as well it's uh it's a great fit, but I really like the action sequences in this movie. And Peter Benson, who plays Arthur, directs this one, yeah. and uh, oh, he did a fa- he did a fantastic job. Um, we had really great guest stars on this one, um, Michelle Harrison, Oliver Rice. Um, like it was, it's it was it was a fun one, and it's going to be a fun one for the audience. Mm-hmm. And um, and in the end, you know. Yeah. Nick finally nick finally manages <laughs> <laughs> manages to find that moment you know oh, good <laughs> that's, that's so exciting
0: oh that's like i'm so excited so did
1: what did she say though we don't know yeah <laughs> don't so know. did yeah.
0: you did you have to do like the adr and stuff at home i know candace said on her instagram she did
1: for- yeah they were they were thinking that and um but they asked me they said like how are you feeling about it do you want to come in and and i was like yeah i'm fine like i think i'll come in i mean i I've been isolated. Like, I know that everything's ran its course with me. I'll come in and, you know, because when you do ADR, you're in a – a sound studio like you can walk in and you could have like absolutely no contact with anybody you know because yeah. the, the, the engineers in the booth on the other side of glass like if his sneeze or cough's getting through that man we're in trouble <laughs> yeah. you know so i was like yeah i can go in and and you know they sterilized everything beforehand and stuff um but yeah there was no producers in the room they were they were just talking to me through my uh, my headset which is that's difficult because there's always this um two second delay so it takes a lot longer yeah like Uh you you would think like there'd be no delay but there there always is there's always some weird sort of delay so it 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 actually takes a lot longer to do things that way but at least we were able to get it done during Mm -hmm. during this time yeah
0: oh that's good that's good yeah Hopefully, we'll be able to get those other ones sometime, eventually, someday. Yeah,
1: one day. yeah <laughs> well, we've already we've already went through five days on. on yeah, uh, that's actually, good. So it's a start. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so you know when things start turning around and. I believe, you know, like up in British Columbia, that's where my wife and I are, are living now. Um, it's really, they've done really well up here. Um, yeah. I think there was only eight new cases in the entire province. You know? I was going to say,
2: that's what I read. There was only eight new cases. Yes. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. You
1: know, like, like, and they've, they have outperformed every other province all across Canada. You know, like they, the British Columbians have done an amazing job um, doing this. And, and yeah, it's it, it hasn't been easy, but you know, there's families have just stayed in indoors it's it's been yeah. great to see everybody you know work together to really you know try and get control of this and give the give the first responders and then people work people working the front lines you know the uh the chance to to get it under control as much as yeah. they could you know mm-hmm. so i believe because bc has done so well i think british columbia might be one of the hotspots for things starting back Ooh. up again
0: oh, Do you know hope. what i mean let's hope.
1: Yeah. I hope Yes, so. we
2: we are really hoping. <laughs> we need yeah. some more movie. Family friendly,
1: fun, lighthearted movies. So we'll... totally. Especially in times like these, right? I, yeah. I absolutely oh, uh, for sure.
0: well because yeah. and we need at least a few Christmas movies. Yes, I mean, we need Christmas movies.
1: I you know what? I think I think you might be in luck. Don't worry. I think I think they'll have enough time this year. I me personally looking at it and, and hearing what I'm hearing. I think we would hopefully see productions starting up. You know, hopefully August, Septemberish, maybe yeah. maybe July, if we're really lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say anything earlier than uh, than that. You know, because yeah. it's just they got they got to make sure you know everybody's sure. safety and you oh, know yeah, and
2: for sure, yeah.
1: You know, cool. and because there's so many, I, I did it for years too, because uh, I'm a dual citizen now and I would fly up and work back and forth. But now, you know, for, for any producers and other actors, other cast coming up from the States, you know, there's a 14 day quarantine and all that stuff. So you got to, you know, production companies have to account for that now as well, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll see yeah. so let's talk uh, real quick about country at heart so this yes. movie was That's... made yeah, was made <laughs> oh, for geez, full yeah. harvest last year <laughs> we interviewed jesse we were so excited about it and then yeah. it was ripped from us for no reason at all we were heartbroken yeah, yeah we were
1: <laughs> seriously yeah so so were we as a cast like myself jesse and lucas we were all like we were all gutted by it we didn't yeah. know we didn't know why we like i still don't know why um uh, so strange they yeah. somehow
0: got a tip from china that they would need it in june i don't know
1: <laughs> who, who knows but it's it's one of those movies that I am extremely proud of. Um, and it was, it, it was a really big challenge for me as an artist, as an actor, because you know, I had dabbled with a little bit of guitar when I was younger, but didn't I never knew how to play it properly. I knew how to mm-hmm. play power chords, because like, I was a drummer, and, and my guitarist in my bands taught me some Nirvana songs and stuff like that. But that all, that's all the experience I had. So when this movie came about, I had to learn – how to play guitar and i had to learn how to sing and then i had to learn how to do them together at the same time <laughs> you know oh. and um yeah and that's we, hard yeah because jesse and i we actually played we performed live every time yeah. um, oh my gosh like the, know. She, she told me like,
0: that she's like you yeah. learned how to play the, play, play the
1: guitar <laughs> yeah i did like yeah. and we were playing live for the crew every single take like that's how jesse and i worked this that's what we did and quite often because they had playback because we went to a studio and we recorded everything as well ahead of time and then they were supposed to have playback on set and hopefully it was going to work without a hitch but they called for playback and nothing started playing back so then jesse and i were like okay well let's just play so then we started playing you know Uh, so and anytime they did have playback it would cut out and so we just literally just started playing the songs ourselves and performing them live every time and we enjoyed it. The crew actually enjoyed it, like throughout the day, you would hear the crew singing the songs. These, these <laughs> songs that were written for the movie are super catchy. They're great country songs. Um, I'm really proud of the movie. I, I think it's a great movie. I'm not sure what happened with it last year. I, I, I was really disappointed when that decision was made, but hey, now it's going to air June 6th. Um, I think it's gonna be received really well. I really hope it is. I'm very proud of it. I love the movie. I've watched it a few Ooh, times now, and um, I'm
2: excited. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> uh, and it's 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 got music in it. That's the backbone of the movie. And the music, like the songs, like if you listen to the songs, they're great. Like they they hold up to country yeah. songs that are out okay. there. Yeah, yeah, like I I love the lyrics. I love the songs. I mean, I might not be the world's best singer, but I was able to pull it off and Jessie yeah. because she's a great singer I mean yes. she really she she really kind of just pushes us through you know she's yeah. such a great lead in this movie and Lucas Bryant because yeah, he's a musician too and he's turned into one of my great friends I mean we play we play opposing forces in this movie um but by the end you know like things all work out, you know, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a really great movie. And, um, and I really hope that the fans over at Hallmark love it. And I really hope that the executives love it because I know that I would absolutely love to carry on doing some sort of country at heart movie or some sort of continuation of of these characters because they are, I love them. I love the, I love the characters. I love Jesse and I love Lucas. Um, Yeah. And I just love everyone we we worked with over there in in Ontario where we filmed that.
0: And are you guys like past partners, singers? That what's what's the story? Yeah,
1: so the, the so the backstory with um, with Grady, my character, and Duke Sterling, who's played by Lucas Bryant, um, we were best friends. You know, we wrote all of our songs together. We were up and coming together, um, and um, and it just so happens that one of us broke and became a massive star. Um, and that would be Lucas's character, Duke Sterling. And he became a massive country star and just kind of left Grady in the dust. Um, but he did it. He did it in a way, you know, because they wrote all their songs together. But the song that really launched him that Grady should have been given credit for, you know, Duke, Duke kind of took it all and, and had, his, had his day in the, in the sun and, uh, and just kind of left Grady in the dust.
0: Oh man! Ah, I love a little yeah. bit bitter, bitter musician. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> totally.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 And and the interesting part about this movie is that um, our record label needs the two of us because Duke is kind of he's kind of just leveled out and he, his his star is not necessarily on the rise anymore. It could be on the downfall. And um, and the head of our label actually tells us, no, you guys have to write a song together again. We need. Our, our label needs another hit from you guys so we're forced to work together in a way in a way Man. yeah 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 it's cool sounds it's good a, it's, yeah it's a great it's a great little story
0: well we are really excited to finally see it i mean never have they have they tempted us so much with a movie that yeah. i mean it's like waiting for the uh waiting for avengers end game or something it's like like you teasing it and teasing it and teasing it totally and so we're very excited for this film uh, to be uh, coming out, and for the rooty garden, so a lot of fun stuff, and and thank you so much for talking with us. This has been really fun yes thank pleasure. you
1: good time yeah thank you both thank you both yeah so do you have social media that
0: you'd like to share or anything like that
1: i well i only have twitter although candace has a fake it's i was horrendous. gonna say well, yeah it's, she it's, a- it's, it's, it's real it runs it for you yeah <laughs> she she did it she did it as a joke and it kind of backfired on her <laughs> so That's funny, funny yeah she keeps on telling me hey you want to take this over now i'm like no candace that's all you you run with that <laughs> <laughs> but i've got it i do have twitter uh at Nile mater is my twitter handle um and I, I i'm such a recluse though i'm terrible with that stuff i really am you know I, I i i always do my best to live tweet when the movies come out and when they air um but other than that i'm i'm, I'm so private so I, mm-hmm. I i i actually very rarely even do you know, podcast or anything, but, you know, in light of everything that's going on, I think it's really important to make sure that, you know, you, you're available to people and people can hear from you because like I said, it's, it's all about, you know, staying in a positive frame of mind and, and mental health is, is everything. And, um, I think it's good for me. I think it's good for, um, you girls it's good for the fans it's good for us to have have these talks and have these chats and you know hear yeah. from you know have, have have the fans give them a chance to hear from me and um you know and then you know i get to live tweet and hear their feedback during the movie so these times have really kind of um opened my eyes up to um what I've been missing with social media, you know, cause that's, that's all we have right now. You know, we yeah. have our families and we have our close knit close knit group of people, you know, but, and, and, cause in these times that's what you have to do. I mean, that's what the medical professionals are advising. So, you know, if you want to be able to connect, you have to do these things now so yeah. it's like um and it's great it's been fun these this week you got you, you're my third podcast
2: oh oh man
1: <laughs> you know so it's and and i'm really enjoying it and oh, um good. and i hope it i hope it brings the fans some joy i hope that you had fun chatting i know i had oh fun. we so did we had it's, so much
2: fun
1: you know it's, it's great to do these things
0: well oh, we really thank you so it. much
1: it's yeah. been my pleasure.
0: Uh, well, we uh, will look forward to the movies and hopefully we can have you on at, uh, another time when we all don't have this crazy quarantine.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I would love that. I'd be happy to, I'd be happy to chat again. Oh,
0: great. Well, take care, you and your family. And we're glad and you you're see, all Rachel. feeling better. You too, yes, yeah, stay well. Yes.
1: Okay. All right, take care.
0: Bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye. So we'd like to thank Niall Niall for coming on the podcast. That was really fun to get to talk with him. He was great. And let us know what you think of all the different things that we talked about in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. and, And make sure you're following the podcast all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It really helps us a lot. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Uh, That helps us out so much, especially now that we have our channel monetized. So we're doing a lot more over there on the YouTube channel. Make sure you're checking that out. And and where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at awscott21. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomato. So please check that out. Do weekly family movie night uh, reviews. So I think you really enjoy it. And we also have our patron group, which you can find all the information in the description section. And we have our merch store for all the Hardys, Hallmarkies. Everybody gets some really cool, inspired gear. So check that out as well. And thanks again to Niall. It was so much fun. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.